Welcome to the Choosing Simple podcast. I'm your host, Amy Fuel, and in this week's episode, we're going to touch on some topics that could be a little bit controversial, um, but I think you're kind of going to get the point um, from a religious standpoint and just from wisdom in general throughout the scripture. If you haven't yet subscribed, I encourage you to. Hey, if you've never listened to the Choosing Simple podcast, this is where we talk about simple living and how you actively have to choose simplicity in your everyday life through emotion, through deed, through thoughts. It really is that simple, but first we have to choose simple. I am Amy Fuel. I'm an author, a homesteading mama, a herbalist. I am a homesteading gardener and all of those fun things. And I thought you should know, just in case you've never been here before. All right, guys, let's get started with this week's podcast. So life is a little bit crazy right now, right? Um, I, I will tell you that I am very guilty of getting mixed up into social media and videos and just all the crazy that is happening in our country right now. If you don't know, I'm located in the United States. I know we have a lot of people that listen that are outside of this country, which really interests me. But so I am trying to follow every piece of information that I can, including out of country news feeds, um, which is always a little bit different than in our country. And I, you know, I have posted online and personally and just keeping track of comments and and things and, and there's this resounding and consistent feeling within videos and posts and comments from people, other people. And there are two types of people. The first type is the I'm going to go all in with the conspiracy and I'm going to go all in with the crazy and, and the violence and the, and the just patriotism, right? Not that those go hand in hand. That's not what I'm saying. Patriotism and violence are two totally different things. Let's get that straight before someone accuses me of saying something I didn't say. And then we have the other side of the coin where we have people who are like, oh, everything's going to be fine. God would never let America go down the drain. La 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 la. You know, I'm kind of in the middle. (laughs) I'm a realist. I'm also an optimist, but you know, I like to have hope and faith, but I also like to be extremely real and logical and biblical. And so the title of this week's episode is, Would God Forget America? Essentially, would God allow America to go downhill, go down the drain, become a third world country even, right? Let's even take it that far. Would God allow mass murder or mass, uh, you know, dictatorship in our country? Would he allow the food system to completely break and we all be starving? (laughs) You know, things like that. So actually God already allows mass murder in the country of the United States of America. It's called abortion, even up through the 20th week where babies are very much viable and could survive. We've been dealing with mass murder in the country for decades, 
Okay. But also, I want to preface this with America's not special. <laughs> There's nothing special about us. And if you believe that, then your your thought and your truth of Christianity is very skewed. You know, look at the Jewish people, which are considered to be God's chosen people. He allowed them to go through the mass, mass murdering during the Holocaust. If you think that couldn't happen in the United States when it did happen, even for God's chosen people, then you're lost in your mindset. See, we forget that each nation chooses what they want. Now, could judge the question is often, would God God judge America? Because there are actually um, beliefs that God just doesn't judge nations anymore, right? But that's not true. Now, God can judge a nation and not judge its people. Do you see what I mean? God could judge a nation and the people that do evil in that nation. Um, and he very much sees you as a Christian. He very much sees you as a believer. But the Bible specifically tells us that we will be persecuted. That doesn't mean that we'll get called out online or someone will hurt our feelings because we believe in God or we share the gospel. Even in scripture, Christians were persecuted for their beliefs. Even in scripture, people were killed, believers in Christ. In modern day time, there are people in China, there are people in Africa, there are people in Iran and Afghanistan that are killed every single day because of their beliefs. I want you to understand that. This actively happens in our world. In our, our world, these things happen right now. America has been protected for so long because we've chosen systems that allow freedom. Okay? That's the beauty of America. That's the beauty of a constitution. That's the beauty of a republic. But that can be taken away. That can change. And it is changing. Now, I'm not making this podcast because I want you to feel fearful. I want, I want you to think of, of reality. And I want you to be prepared for that as a Christian. Um, and even if you're not a Christian. Even if you just think differently than the loudest group of people out there. It, it doesn't take very long for a country to spiral out of control under bad leadership. We've seen that throughout history in our, in our own country. It's just never quite been this bad in our lifetime, right? And so I think it's really important to, to understand that, yeah, it's not that God forgets America. It's in fact, God remembers America. God judges nations. God also protects people in those nations, according to his will and his purpose. But likewise, he talks about persecution a lot. 
And we have to remember that it is all, all part of a plan, all part of a purpose. That no life for Christ is, is, is invaluable. It's very valuable. It's, it's really important to know that even during the hardest times, even during persecution, that there is purpose in that. But also that God doesn't necessarily want that. God doesn't want that at all. We have to remember that we were given free will. We have to, the Bible is so complicated, right? God, God puts leaders in place. God takes leaders out. God allows this to happen, but not this. What on earth? What? When? How can we understand that? Well, that's the thing. The ways of God are not the ways of ourselves. Likewise, I want you to understand that just because we see the craziness and the persecution that could happen doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Look at how many other things have happened throughout history and Jesus didn't come back. Right? (laughs) But I will tell you that there are things that could be falling into place for an end time scenario. For example, look at Iran. In the Bible, we know that Iran attacks Israel. Right? We know this. But... In order for Iran to do that, they have to be heightened. They have to feel like they're bigger than they are. And that comes from when America, could be at least, America removes its hand of taking part in Iran's shenanigans. When America becomes a lesser country and other countries don't fear it anymore, then they grow. And they become a leader in their own region. And especially when America takes its hand away from Israel. You're going to see a lot of things take place, I think, that you may not realize America has a huge role in. Now, of course, the Bible doesn't necessarily talk about America. But the entire unit of politics, it's very important. We play a very important role, I think, throughout end time scenarios. Now, again, I'm not saying that we're in the end times. That's not what I'm saying. People have thought that for hundreds of years. And maybe we've just been in hundreds of years of end time scenarios. (laughs) And it's taken a really long time to get to the finale. Anyhow. Likewise, I have said this in other, other podcasts. Something my husband said to me months back is that in the hardest times, and now I'm talking about hard, like persecution, like dictatorship, in the hardest times, we see the most miracles. See, contradictory to what you may think, I heard Jack Hibbs say this, Uh, last week, I guess, Satan doesn't want um, us to have really, really, really hard times as a nation because historically and biblically during the worst of times is when God moves the most, is when Christianity grows the most. 
is when people become believers in him because that's the last thing they can turn to. And so when you think of it that way, it's kind of interesting because we always associate evil with, you know, Satan wanting our whole lives to be horrible, which is true in some sense. But when we talk about nationally and large people groups, it's not necessarily the case. In fact, more often than not, in the Bible, we see Satan tempting and persecuting individuals, not necessarily people groups. Because the trend is that those people groups come to Jesus. They come to God. Hard times bring about miracles. I can't think of a miracle that happened that wasn't because of an issue at hand. Lazarus was raised from the dead because he was dead. (laughs) The blind man was healed because he was blind. And look how long he was blind, but then he was healed. Look at the miracle of Moses parting the Red Sea. Look how long they had to go through that. And then suddenly a people group was was gone. But then that people group was also judged. God's chosen people. So long story short, as we start navigating through this, I want you to remember that this reality is true. It's not that God has forgotten America. It is that God is a God of order. And he's very consistent in his trends. Okay? People say, well, why does God let bad things happen? Well, because people have free will. Certainly God intervenes. But, again, it's according to his will. There has to be a purpose for God to intervene. We are valuable people. But we're just as valuable in heaven. The ultimate end goal is to be with him, right? And so come to reality. And how does that change how you're going to live the rest of your life? Whether it's physically or spiritually or emotionally. You know, for me, sitting down and thinking about it, it makes me want to know him more it also makes me very very much aware that my children need to know more because one day they're going to be adults or even even at such a young age they may need to understand how to make a right decision when it comes to someone persecuting their beliefs or when it comes to someone peer pressuring them into something It makes me want to live life more. You know, it's we say occupy until he comes, right? The Bible tells us to occupy this space until he comes. Living life the way he intended, not in fear, not in fear of anything, but also using wisdom. My prayer for the last two years has been that God would hide us when necessary. So even this thought process has changed my prayer. Lord, hide us from people or individuals or or governments or 
thieves or murderers when they come knocking. Whether it's in a physical sense or a spiritual sense. And I believe that God honors prayers. And so I believe that we should consistently pray. And what God lays on your heart to pray, pray that. Because oftentimes that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Knowing full well what you're going to come in contact with in your future. My prayer has always been for my family to be protected. In fact, you know, I've always thought it was interesting. Why? Out of all the things I could pray for, starting at day one, starting on in 2006 when I married my husband, protect us, Lord. Hide us, Lord, in the instances that we need to be hidden when evil or tyranny or horrible things come knocking on our door. Hide us away. Could it be that God knows that something in the future could be coming? And that's why he lays on our hearts to pray specifically. Maybe for you, it's for health. Maybe for you, you've always consistently prayed that you and your family would have good health. And I'm not talking about just running down the list of things. I'm talking about fervently praying for something. That that has always been laid on your heart to pray for. Maybe it's been for finances. Maybe it's been for wisdom. Because God knows that one day you're going to have to make a decision. And wisdom will come immediately. Because you've prayed for it consistently for years. So whatever you feel God laying on your heart to pray consistently for, do it. Set a timer every day if you have to. But now more than ever, I think we need to be in prayer. And you say, well, if God knows it's going to happen, why do we have to pray? Well, because God loves to hear his people pray. And there is so much power in sound, in voice, in words. The Bible says that life and power, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Think of it. When God spoke, everything was created. The Bible says that even the rocks cry out. Do you know that rocks actually make noise? You didn't know that, did you? Maybe you did. Science has shown that rocks have so much energy that every living thing has an energy and emits a noise. You might not hear it, or maybe we do. Maybe we do hear it, but it's just nature, right? Now, putting your ear up to a rock, you don't hear anything, right? I know, I get that. But everything radiates energy and makes a noise. I watched a video once where it showed frequencies. They would they would put the sand on a table and they would hook up a frequency to the table and they would make a, a they would strum a note or do an energetic frequency through that. And the sand would create a snowflake. If we can watch that and we can deny the power of God, it it amazes me that it completely goes to the standard of the Bible. So if, if sound can create a snowflake, think of what our prayers can do. Think of what our words can do. 
So as you go through this week, this month, this year, I know this is a lot. I I rub my face as I say this. (laughs) Do not be discouraged. The Bible says do not let your heart be troubled. And do you know how that comes? That comes by knowing who we are, what is expected of us, and what the future could bring. Even if it's bad stuff, we know to whom we go home to. God never promised us a life that would be easy. In fact, consistently throughout scripture, think of the greatest disciples, the greatest prophets. Life was not easy. But that didn't matter to them. Because they had such an incredible relationship with the creator of the universe. That that was what mattered. Do you know how we get rid of evil in a country? We preach the gospel. Do you know that if more people were saved, they wouldn't be choosing evil? So, I'm committing to not honoring evil anymore. I'm committing to post less frequently about what's happening online and taking that time and committing to investing in people's life, posting encouragement, posting about Jesus, posting about things that could encourage people to be better people. Because when people are better within a nation, Nations are better. Nations ride on the back of their people. Certainly, certainly there are instances where we have dictators that arise or evil men that arise. Look at Hitler. Look at Nero. Look at all of these people who who rose into power. But just like those instances, there was always a plan. God uses all things for good for those who love him. And sometimes God's version of good is not the same as our version of good. And I've talked about this before. Sometimes bad things happen because good things come from those bad things. Sometimes a believer in Christ dies so that more believers can come to Christ through that death. Even if it's just two more people. There is always a purpose and a plan in every single thing that happens. And coincidentally, my word for this year is purpose and vision. And I want to encourage you to see the purpose and think, ooh, this is happening. What could the purpose be? Sometimes it'll blow your mind. So pray. Pray, but honestly, just live. When our hearts are not troubled, it's because we're praying, we're seeking his face, and we're living our lives the way that Christians were supposed to. And that is honoring God, tending to our families, being sustainable, being self-sufficient, loving our communities, preaching the gospel, And being the hands and feet of Jesus. That is 
all we have to worry about. And as we encourage others to be good people, a nation grows into more good people. When we encourage people to look at all the things we have in common versus all the things we don't have in common, people understand, people love each other more. That doesn't mean there won't come a time when we have to rise up and do things that we don't want to do. Look at all the wars throughout the Bible. There's a time for peace. There's a time for war. And of course, in the New Testament, we raise that standard saying, turn the other cheek, that God, that people would know us because of the way that we act and react. But it all goes hand in hand. Live your life. Occupy until he comes and occupy the way that he intended for you to occupy by living a Christian life that is encouraging, that is empowering, that ripples out into your community, that focuses on simplicity. God created us to live a simple life. God created us to influence other people. And we cannot influence evil people with evil reactions. We cannot influence lost people without telling them about Jesus. And if all of our posts and if all of our conversations omit Jesus, then we are simply adding to the noise. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Listen, this was not to bring you down. This is a conversation that we just have to have, especially if you're a Christian. But I want to encourage you to be inspired to know that God is still on the throne and that if we look at our lives and we just start living the way he intended us to live, if we start encouraging others and inspiring others and just living simply, we can have a greater impact than being loud. So I am praying for you. I am encouraging you. And honestly, I am feeling like a weight lifted. And I want you to feel that way too. Because my life is not dependent on a government. My life is not dependent on a people group. My life is dependent on the Savior and the Creator of the entire universe whose law is my very first commitment. I don't bow down to dictators or laws that are against my Christian faith. And the Constitution of the United States of America allows me that right. But first, I have to be in the right and I have to know what my Christian faith says about it. And there's freedom in that. It says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we are free people, not in the sense of patriotism to a country, but to our patriotism to heaven. All right, guys, until next time, don't forget to choose simple. Thank you.